Goodness gracious. This actually looks decent. My God. Uh, taking a look and seeing what's going on with the live feed here. Can you guys see me? Can we good? Can you guys see what's happening? Because if so, man, we might just keep this. We might just see what's up. I'm digging this. This actually looks goddamn good. Like a whole new. Th- wow. All right. I'm going to go for it. Uh, hopefully you guys can hear what uh, what's going down. Uh, what's up, Char? How are you, Amanda? Um, if you haven't noticed, we got some new digs here on a long walk to Cleveland. BJ says, yes, right on. Good. It's all working. You guys give me so much shit about how much tech, tech garbage. I got a goddamn do every day and I fuck it up constantly, but look at this, huh? Yeah, that's right. Take a sip of coffee. Amanda says, looks great. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like this actually might be, this might be like where it's at now. We may have to keep with, all right, good. Good, God damn it. Uh, Scooter trying out some new shit. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so this is now live on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram Live. So, um, yeah, like trying to finally like get this whole... Dude, it, it, I'm telling you guys, it takes so goddamn long. It's it's all trial and error, too. It's not like there's a... Because everybody... There's a million tutorials on how to set this shit up, and not one of them work. Not a one. I can tell you right now, not a one. <laughs> uh, what's up, Anna? How are you? Uh, Danielle, love the new vibe. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig this, too. Uh, we got the new lights. We got the new backdrop. If you go to Facebook or if you go to YouTube, it'll be a wider angle of all of this. So if you're like, I kind of want to see what's going on with the whole thing, go check out one of those feeds, and that'll give you all of what's happening. Hi, Anna. Nice to see you there. Um, Also, you can comment not only on this feed for Instagram Live, which is kind of where this all started, but you can also chat on the actual Facebook and YouTube version of it. Uh, What's up, Brooke? How are you? Nice to see you. Thanks for uh, everybody stopping by today. Uh, Had a hell of a weekend. Hopefully you guys did too. I did want to play something for you because – before I get into it, um, I'll just kind of recap about what was going on. Uh, thank you so much to everybody. I saw that there were some fans of A Long Walk to Cleveland who came down and hung out in Lansing Corners, and I really do appreciate it. I apologize if I didn't get a chance to chat afterwards. We had a uh, long talk with like the owners and the other comics, and everybody was just kind of like talking shop. And when that happens, you get into this mode of, well... You don't want to like, I get that we should all probably go out and thank the people who came to the show, which I always make sure to like kiss hands and shake babies all the way around. You know what I'm saying? But it, uh, yeah, it, uh, it was awesome. It was like, uh, it was a good time on how we, uh oh, oh boy, what do we got cooking now? What's going on? I'm noticing that you guys might notice in a second here that, yep, there, now it's blinking. God damn it. Uh oh, I spoke too soon. I spoke way too goddamn soon. I was like, hey, look at how good we're doing. Look at us kicking ass. Yeah, no, not so much. Damn it. Now it's done. Hang on. Now I got to get up. I got, now I'm going to have to fix this. Because if not, then we're going to be in big goddamn trouble. 
<gasps> what happened? No. No. Aha. Uh -huh. I told you guys. Spoke way too goddamn soon. How's that? Is that better? God damn. <laughs> it can't go any other way. It cannot go any other way. I told you guys that we finally figured all this out, and it can't go any other way. It cannot. Ah. All right. Anyways. Uh, Jules, that mug. Yeah, thank you. This is the mug that uh, I've talked about before that I had to travel, you know, five hours round trip in Chicago. Damn, you're getting arrested to walk away with this mug. So now that I have, now that it's mine, I shall not give it up. Anyway, mm. uh, talk about the weekend. So hopefully you guys went out and enjoyed. Lansing Corners was great. A uh, little light on the crowd. It happens. I guess they had like a, uh, they got a hockey team in town that is apparently the goddamn bee's knees. Everybody digs uh, the local hockey game. That's what all them old farts down in Florida want. They want their own game. That's what they want. They're going to move the team, the Charlestown Chiefs. They're going to bring them down to Florida. Who's buying the Chiefs? Owns. Owns. Uh, Anna, you're a little blurry or I'm a little tired. Yeah, no, it's going to take just a second to get everything kind of back in line here. I told you guys we we're going to have a little bit of a problem. Um, just reading a couple of comments. If you got comments, go ahead, feel free, drop them in, drop them in, see what up. Um, yeah, it looks like Instagram Live. It's just gonna be where this thing is at, but cool. Um, so yeah, so Friday night got done with that show. That show is an hour and a half away from my house. Drive down, do the show, turn my ass around, come right back. Uh, wake up the next morning, drive to northern Minnesota. Now I had gotten booked for a corporate gig up there on Saturday night, kind of a last minute thing. The guy who was supposed to do it, his wife went into labor. They were like, Hey, can you just fill in quick, come up, do the thing? I said, yeah, I called, uh, the, I called a hotel in little fork, Minnesota. Pretty goddamn prestigious. Now remember that in the last six months, uh, I've done comedy in New York city, uh, Austin, Texas, some big, some big venues, right? Some bigger places, been around doing the thing. Um, that is the bends when it comes to comedy. Like you're doing these kick-ass places and traveling, and then all of a sudden you're doing comedy in a gymnasium in Little Fork. That sounds like a place where you end up. Like, hey, man, you keep dicking around. You're going to end up doing comedy at a gymnasium in Little Fork, Minnesota. Turned out to be one of the most fun gigs I've ever had. It was so much, like, it was great. It was like a, post prom they wanted to commit those kids were awesome and fun and yeah it was cool man i'm glad i went up there and hung out the problem was when i had left for uh when i left for the day i called the hotel room and i'm like hey i was wondering uh can i get a hotel room and the lady goes we're booked and i was like you guys it's weird because is this april northern minnesota i can't imagine a lot of people i mean i get like when opening fishing is going down when you guys have like the summertime people go up there but Really? In April, you guys don't have a hotel room open? And the lady goes, yeah, somebody already booked it. I'm sorry, it? They booked it? Do you have multiple hotel rooms? She was like, no, no, no. Uh, we just got the one. I was like, ma'am, I don't think you're a hotel. I think you are an Airbnb. I don't think you know this. You are a VRBO. You're an Airbnb. You are not a hotel. Don't market yourself as a hotel because you're not a hotel. It's like, what in the hell, man? 
Uh, Jules, the weather in your post was shitty. It was awful. It was ridiculously bad. Uh, it really did. Well, the problem was you have these giant lakes like Malax and Winnebagosh, and there's 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 still like 29 inches of ice. I, we were, I was watching dudes ice fish. Ice, it's fuck, man. It's it's almost May. It's like we're supposed to have an average of Highway 61. I mean, we started that show on Saturday night. I said, uh, "You guys, what's up with winter?" Are you guys just doubling down for winter now in hopes that maybe you can do less winter next year? I don't think it works that way. So stop. Is this Game of Thrones? What are we doing? Why is there so much snow? Why am I freezing? It is the last week of May, for God's sakes. Get rid of winter. There were snowmen, brand new snowmen built on the highway. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? But, um, yeah, we uh, so I go up and, and I so I call this hotel. Hotel says we're booked. Our room is gone. So I call another hotel uh, just down the street, about 20 miles. And I said, hey, I was wondering if you guys got a room for the night. Lady goes, uh, what night? I said, well, Saturday into Sunday. And she goes, Ugh, I got to go to town. I'm sorry, you have to do what? Go to town? You're going to town. OK, what does that have to do with me getting a hotel room? Well, I might not be here when you get here. Okay? Great. I, I imagine there's a lot of managers that are not at their hotel when guests arrive. So she says, uh, well, yeah, I'm going to probably be in town. So it depends on what time you get here. I don't know if we could give you a room. I'm like, would you have a room open? Lady's like, yeah, we got a room open. I'm like, okay, well then what, what the hell's the problem? <laughs> what is going on? She said, well, um, uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, we'll leave a room open for you. That's quaint. Dude, that's northern Minnesota quaint for you. So the lady says, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, leave this thing open. Show up when you want. Key will be inside. I get there. I should have taken a photo. I'd have felt bad because she was a very nice lady, but I felt terrible about it. Uh, room was 70 bucks for the night. It was the most deer-centric hotel room I've ever seen in my life. When I say deer, the curtains had deer. The decor had deer, the bedspreads, all covered in white-tailed deer. The lamp, the lamp I'm pretty sure was made of actual deer skin. There was just a white tail, just, just like literally just fucking boop, just like stuck into the wall with a Rambo knife. It's like, I, this is so backwards, man. Oh my God, I can't even believe this is happening right now. Um... Jules, you should have brought your ice fishing gear. Ah, dude, I was so exhausted. And it was going to be a late night. And I'm like, I just want to go and sleep and just chill, man. It's like a four and a half hour drive up there. So when I finally got to uh, the hotel, um, I wanted to take a nap before I had to go run and do the show. And the show was great. Uh, really fun kids. Like we had to do, the, like, they were all like, you know, mostly juniors and seniors. And every comic has to go and do these things, man. It's just, it's, listen, it's part of the plan. It's part of paying dues. If you want to, you, because here's the thing. I would have never taken that gig. Uh, first off, it paid, which is a blessing that any comedy gig pays. Uh, and secondly, the, that's where the best stories come in. That's where the crazy shit happens is when you're taking these like crazy ass corporate gigs or like these school gigs and you have to go and do them for 45 minutes in front of a bunch of kids who usually don't really respond to what you're talking about but these kids were great man that's why i love kids from northern minnesota these dudes are like 
they're still hardy. Kids in the city are way too pampered. We're kids here, man. It's it's, it's constantly Nickelodeon, Valley Fair. We're going to trampoline land. These kids literally still play with pine cones. That is their entertainment. That's why I love these kids. Um, Danielle, dear centric, love it. It's all the rage in northern Minnesota. It was unbelievable, man. It, it was I've never seen that much <laughs> deer in <laughs> one hotel room. Uh, what's up, Chris? How are you, buddy? Nice to see you. Thanks for hopping on to the Instagram live. If you're just joining us, you can do it in three places. You can do it Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Comment. We'll sit and do this show every day from the uh, the new digs. But um, yeah, so uh, I got up, went and did the show. I started doing this new bit about being having the two worst attributes as a as a teen in high especially in high school high school is so hard man you're just you're finding yourself and it's difficult and you're going through puberty and it's ugh, it sucks but i brought up this story about how when i was a kid i had the two worst attributes and that was uh, i was overweight and i was romantic i would write love letters but then i would sweat all over them it was the worst that was the worst i hated every single second of it it was terrible and um uh I was telling that story. And then I, I told that story about how I wrote the, I was like, yeah, I wrote a love note to my third grade teacher. She wrote me back. Thank you. But I don't date dorks. Um, kids got a goddamn giggle out of that one. Uh, but then one kid, I, I noticed he was like him and his buddy were talking about it. And I, and he was like an overweight kid. And I said, I said, Hey man, are you uh you a romantic kid? And he went, no, just fat. <laughs> Hilarious. God. So funny. Um, yeah, man, it was uh, it was a trip. It was a good it was a good time. And like everybody there was cool and they had fun. And it was funny because afterwards a kid came up to me and he was like, dude, I was going to slip you 20 bucks to do some dirty stuff. I'm like, ah, I would have loved to have. I did a bunch of PG versions of jokes that night, but I'm like, I don't want to be that guy losing gigs just so I can like swear in front of a bunch. If I'm going to get like tossed, if I'm going to get tossed out of the ring, uh, I want it to be on my own accord. I want it. I don't want to just like say a bunch of you know, stupid one-off dirty jokes to, you know, 18 year olds. And then I get fired. Like I think Doug Stanhope has said, if I'm going to get canceled, it's not going to be for a tweet. You're never going to see me do anything controversial on social, uh, social media, because there's not a chance I'm doing it my way. And I'm like, I agree. I 1000% agree. Um, hearty numbers, uh, for, the uh, the live streams on oh, no. I like this I'm digging this new setup it's great here's what I wanted to play for you guys and I don't know if we'll get kicked off any of the streams for playing it but Jesus so I went back to my hotel room that night after the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves was uh, after all the NBA games were done and the Wolves had won it was a big night for them that was great but there was something that I watched where I was a I, first off I very seldom do I ever get offended I never get appalled by anything uh, thick skin all the way around. But this, this I watched and went, I'm offended that our parents let us watch this. And I'm offended for myself that I allowed myself to watch this as much as I did. I thought these movies were goddamn hilarious. And now it makes sense as to why it is dudes were finally, I get why you ladies are finally having a revolution and taking things back. I get that it's been going on since the seventies, but after watching this, it really like hammered home for me. And I was like, my God, I cannot believe that this has been going on for all these years and nobody's ever said dick about it. Nobody's ever said a word Um, here. I'm going to go ahead and just play this clip for you. You'll be able to see it. I believe you guys should be able to hear it. If you're on the audio version, um, 
I will go ahead and just take this entire bit out because it's all basically visual anyways. It doesn't really make for good pod. But I watched Revenge of the Nerds because I, from what I remember it, I remember it being an, an awesome, kick-ass, cool, fun movie. Holy shit, I was way off. And I can't even believe it. This got greenlit. Somebody wrote this script and somebody at the head of a movie company was like, we're going to make this film. This, this is actually the tamest of all of it. I still think it's funny for when it was. The fact that we could say these things and it was totally okay blows my mind at where we are at now in society. But here's just one of the clips. Revenge of the Nerds, the Nerds, the Tri-Lambs going down to the sorority for a panty raid. Okay, so these dudes go into a woman's sorority to steal their panties. Nobody bats an eye at that. Nobody thinks for a half a second, holy shit, maybe we shouldn't put this in a movie. Maybe this will give a wrong impression of how men should treat women. What the f- I'm so blown away that we used to watch this and giggle. Oh my God, we left our ass. So no wonder why we acted the way we did when we were kids. And no wonder why dudes act the way we do when we're older. Holy shit. This is, it blew my mind. I couldn't believe it. They broke in to do a panty raid so that they could install cameras. If you watch that clip, they installed cameras into the sorority to watch the girls in their bathroom. And nobody said, what the fuck? Nobody, (laughs) this is so completely inappropriate. Why would we put that? We're literally showing these dudes committing felonies. Completely okay. Fast forward a little bit forward in the movie. They get to a point where they're trying to do like some fundraising for the college. I don't know what you want to call it. The college something or shit. I don't know. I was like six Miller High Lives in at this point. I was floored as to what I was watching. I'm like, I, I don't remember this being that egregious, but oh my God. They get to a point where they got a kissing booth. They got the nerds on one side. They got the jocks on the other. 
the nerds go over to the the jocks kissing booth where they got uh, the uh, the uh, ladies from the sorority, and one of the dudes, the nerds, walk up to the sorority gal, and he's like, "You got to kiss me." She's like, "I'm not going to kiss you." The guy, literally, Ted McGinley, Jefferson Darcy from Married with Children, walks over, grabs the the good looking gal, pulls her aside, brings in this giant fat lady, and goes, "Here, kiss this nerd." What the what? How? <laughs> and we laughed our asses off about it. That was that was an actual joke. They thought that shit was funny back then and compl- could completely get away with it. I'm so it's dude, it blows my mind. What's up, Predator 420? Uh, Jules, it's crazy how perspectives change. I, I know, man. It's so unbelievable. Scooter, oh my god, this was on cable this weekend. Yeah, uh, the most egregious part about all of it. The, the craziest part to me was when they literally have a scene in this movie where right after that kissing booth, the gal looks over at Ted McGinley and goes, hey, you, uh, you want to go take a roll in the hay over, uh, over there next to, uh, you know, inside the, the hall of mirrors? And he's like, what? No, I'm busy. Get out of here. And he kind of like shoes her away. So she goes walking into the hall of mirrors. Meanwhile, one of the nerds, kind of has on like this getup that is similar to that of Ted, Mc- Ted McGinley. And he was wearing a mask. Why he was wearing a mask, I have no idea. This was like a really weird eyes wide shut moment. And I'm like, why do you even have a mask on in the first place? You don't need a goddamn mask. What are you doing? So he takes, he literally takes the guy's mask and he walks into the Hall of Mirrors and the gal's like, hey, what's up, Billy? You changed your mind. And he nods his head, doesn't say a word. She was like, uh, you want to go over and get it in, uh, in uh, the, you know, the moon room? And he's like, let's do it. And he just kind of shakes his head, doesn't say anything, thus giving away that he's not the same guy that she thinks he is. They go into the moon room. He completely bangs her. She has no idea that this is not the person that she thinks it is. Now, smash cut to the end of their little romp, and the guy says that she's laying there, and she's, lay- she's laying there by herself, and she's like, oh, my God, Billy. That was the best sex ever. You've done things to me I didn't think were possible. And next thing you know, the nerd comes sliding up her body in the frame. And he's like, I'm really sorry, but I'm not Billy. And she's like, hey, you're that nerd. He just raped you. He literally, that is the definition of rape. He literally raped you. And you're like, hey, you want to go do this again sometime? What kind of skewed weirdo perspective of life do you think and in any realm that this would be okay have you not seen clerks that gal lost her goddamn mind i was like i'm so amazed that they're even allowing this that this was even plausible back then i always used to say i swear to god i used to defend when i had a friend of mine who was sort of getting me too'd and he's a little bit older, an acquaintance. I don't want to say friend, because now after I found out all the stuff that he did, I don't want to be associated with the guy. Um, but basically, he was kind of getting, you know, thrown to the lions. And I said to him, uh, I said to the people that were kind of like lighting him up, I was like, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, relax. Everybody relax, okay? He's a nice guy. He just comes from a different generation. And then I got pounced on. And everyone was like, how dare you? I'm like, I'm not defending him. I think I don't know even know what he did. I'm just saying he's much older than you guys. So give him a free pass. Like our grandparents do the same things. Our grandparents say absolutely ridiculous, asinine things. 
We still love them. Do we not? So, dude, relax a little bit. Chill, everybody. Like, we'll get there. We'll all get there. And then I found out what the guy did, and I was like, okay, never mind. I, I, I shall distance myself from this person. We're good. I don't need to chat with this dude. I totally get it. Totally get it. Um, but now after watching Revenge of the Nerds, uh, I'm like, dude, I get it. We cannot... I, I cannot defend anybody ever. That was the most egregious thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, I cannot. This was like, and this movie was massive. Everybody watched Revenge of the Nerds. Huge. Huge. They allowed panty raids and rape and everybody just, ah, they all got a kick out of it. The nerds got one up on the jocks. Ah, moving on. No big deal. If you get picked on by, uh, you know, by the football players, it's completely okay to dupe a woman into having sex with you. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. We're all good. What the what? Ah. And now we've gone completely the opposite end of the spectrum. Now Disney puts out a movie where a 13-year-old girl is starting to go through changes, completely natural changes. And everybody's losing their goddamn minds about that. I'm like, well, what would you rather have? Would you rather still have the panty raiding raping nerds? Or would you rather have the 13-year-old girl trying to teach a lesson to like other 13-year-old girls who are still in that? My daughter might be 14 years old, but she's still for like how much that girl knows and like how non um how unnaive she is to the world. I went up in a room last night. She was watching a show that she used to watch when she was eight, some TV show on Nickelodeon, like a sitcom. Like she they still have that in them. They still haven't like progressed fully to the other side yet. And I like that. I like that my daughter still wants to watch cartoons. I like that she's not fully 1000% an adult yet. You got time to grow up, everybody. So Disney decides to put out a movie, Red Raccoon, I believe is what it was called. I might be, I might be screwing that up. You know what I have in front of me is an actual box that is connected to a bunch of information that will tell me what is Red Raccoon. Is that what it's called? Red Red Panda? Oh, Red Panda. Right? Oh, fuck, man. This is the, there's too much. Too much. Um, I'm going to screw. Somebody throw it in the comments if you know what I'm talking about. The Disney movie. Turning Red? Is that what it's called? Turning Red? By the way, is that? Let's not forget. Great name for a movie about a, about a 13-year-old girl who is starting to go through. That's a, I mean, that is spot on, man. Spot on. No, no pun intended with the word spot, but you know what I'm saying, right? You guys know what I'm getting at here? Okay, good, good. Uh, so yeah, so let's have it. I would much rather have that where Disney's putting out movies that talk about, you know, uh, girls who are going through that, that time in life and it's weird and it's awkward. I mean, Di Pixar made a movie called, called, was it inside out? God, man, why am I so bad with names and shit? It's called inside out, inside out, inside out, yeah, inside out. He doesn't. Yeah. Nobody had a problem with that, but a girl who's going through depression and having all of these weird emotions pop up. Nobody had a problem with that. But now all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, how dare, how dare a 13 year old get her period? <gasps> how dare she? That is an attack on, a, on American values. No, it's not. It's an interesting way of teaching kids about their bodies. Get off of it. Stop it. Goddamn Ted Cruz losing his mind about fucking. This is an attack on American culture. No, it's not. If anything, we should be. We, there should be more of this shit. What what thirteen year old girl wants to sit in a health class and watch a weird ass video made in like nineteen fifty four about the reproductive system? Nobody. Wouldn't you rather take your kids to a movie 
where you can start the conversation watching this kick-ass Disney movie, and then afterwards on the drive home, you as the parent, it is your responsibility to maybe talk to your kids about this stuff. Maybe that's the point. Don't just allow it for the teachers to always constantly be the ones that are... I, every day I ask my kid, I'm like, is there anything you want to talk about? Is there something that's bothering you? Do you have questions on anything? And she's always like, no, no, no. But every once in a while, I get a question. And it opens up good dialogue. Do that instead of, yeah, fuck, man. Like, trust me, when it comes to film, I would much rather take the 13-year-old turn it into a crazy panda than a raccoon. God damn it. See, I didn't watch it. But I'm telling you, from what I understand, uh, leave it alone. Just leave it alone. It might not be your thing, but leave it alone. You know what, Ted Cruz? If you don't want to watch the uh, 13-year-old girl going through what every 13-year-old girl goes through, and nowadays some of the 13-year-old boys, go watch the film from 1954, Health Class. Feel goddamn free. Leave it alone. Anyway, I was losing my mind about Revenge of the Nerds. Holy shit. Because that would have been a movie where I'm like, God, you know what was really awesome? Revenge of the Nerds. Sweetie, let's sit down. Let's watch Revenge of the Nerds. What? Would have never happened. Uh, read a couple of comments here, and then we'll get out. Uh, Turning Red. Yep, Jules, that's the movie. Inside Out. Yep, yep, yep. It's a red panda. It is a red panda. Okay, right on. Well, good. I like this. I'm, I Listen, after watching this this last couple of days, I was like, dude, this is far too much, man. Holy shit. Ah, Anyway. Good. All right. Well, good. I'm glad you guys like the new digs, the new setup. It's ready to roll. Uh, you'll, you'll find more changes. You can still find this podcast every single day on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts. And now it just goes live on Instagram Live, uh, Facebook, and YouTube every single day. So cool. Well, I really do appreciate you guys stopping by. Once again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.